Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. This show is about philanthropy, entrepreneurship, positive thinking, and humanity. A show that'll help you make that decision when that hour is upon you. Our guests share some of their experience, expertise, and their stories during their decision hour. You get to hear what they're doing today and how it might help you in the near future. My guest today, same way, doing some great things in the community. Looking forward to bringing him on here in just a few moments. But first off, I need to give a huge thanks to Heroes Media Group, all the great shows and sponsors of the network. To learn more about Heroes Media Group or how you can become part of the HMG family, simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Now, my guest today... um, Great guy. I've uh, got the opportunity to, to know him. I haven't known him for very long, but I uh, love what he's all about and what he's doing. Uh, so I'm going to bring him on right now. He is the uh, CEO of Cherrywood Technologies. He's a Air Force, six-year Air Force veteran, uh, Mr. Ray Belden. Ray, how are you? Hey, thanks. I'm good. Thank good. you. Good. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, join us today. Oh, no problem, Adam. So, Ray, why don't we jump right into it? Why don't you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? All right. Well, like you said before, I'm a uh, six-year Air Force vet. I uh, deployed multiple times overseas, like a lot of other military vets this day and age. Uh, So just like everyone else, you know, had to join in on the suck Uh, from that. (laughs) (laughs) So, but from that, you know, taking away all this experience that I've taken from that, you know, making all the way to staff sergeant in the Air Force and, you know, getting a minor leadership role. I uh, took a lot of what, you know, working experience I had and uh, took that with me into the civilian world. Very and nice. It, and from that, it was, it was, it was difficult, tr- difficult transition, but I've so far I've made it work. Now, when you so. say, div- when you say difficult, Ray, it, difficult, how, as far as your transition? Uh, just that, you know, from the military side, the camaraderie, you know, the brotherhood, you know, everybody's, you know, pretty close in the military. But when you come to the civilian world, it's it's definitely not the same. Uh, people are out for number one. Uh, you know, you'll have some people that are willing to work with you that are, you know, on the same page as you. And you have to really pay attention to who it is you're going to be working with uh, to make certain you find the right people. Because um, there's there's a lot of people out there that you'll run into that they're gonna try to take advantage because they're like I said looking out for number one which I've ran into in the past and it's kind of it's kind of made things you know interesting to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, it or funny, but it's I guess it's it's sad really that stuff like that happens. Uh, with our backgrounds and stuff being in the military, we we're used to uh, a brother and sisterhood, that that camaraderie of working together to accomplish a mission. And then when you leave that, it's a whole nother ball game. And I, I don't think uh, people realize just um, when you transition out, just how uh, strange I guess would would be a word to use. Yeah. Um. Or what it's what it's really like. So, but yeah, but just from my past experience, I've, you know, I've helped a lot of my friends that were in the air force to make the transition and they've all agreed that, you know, it's definitely something, you know, it's, it's so different going from military to civilian 
and you know just trying to make that first step so any military guys out there you know if you're listening to this it's not hard you know what i mean it is in some ways but overall it's you know when you go to make that jump yeah it, it's it's bit you know it's drastic change but it's definitely doable but let me ask you this right would you would you um i once compared this to, to like from the military and then going you know how you go through basic training and and everything like that and, and you learn to become uh, a soldier an airman a sailor a marine what you know whatever branch you're in right so you you right. learn how to to do that whatever branch you're in and then when you get out, there's really there hasn't been a whole lot of like training. Like, okay, here's how you become a civilian, and uh, you, you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah. and we always have that part. But I look at it like when you're transitioning out of the military, you go back to basic training really again because now you got to learn how to do a whole nother, you know, job and and live life a lot differently, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because I mean. A lot of the guys that join the military, they're 18, 19 years old. They haven't experienced life on the outside past, you know, living at home more or less. You know, you might have some guys that are older that went to college and decided I'm going to join the military so that they have some experience. But for the vast majority of the men and women that have joined, they joined right coming right out of high school. So for them, you know, when they get out, you know, it is kind of a culture shock. So, and it's always interesting because it's not like you grew up as military. You know, you were a civilian at one time. It's just transitioning back into that fold. It's like, I don't know. It's just almost like you kind of, you sort of forget, but you don't. That's a good point. Very good point. So, Ray, what are you doing nowadays? Well, nowadays, um, I, I like you said, I'm a CEO of uh, a uh, technology company, uh, Cherrywood Technologies Incorporated. Uh, we specialize in uh, computer um, computer server, uh, dedicated, well, dedicated servers, shared hosting, and um, cloud hosting. Sort of like, you know, the, the GoDaddy of the, the internet, but we're like comprehensively way cheaper uh, just because of the fact that we're, you know, we found, you know, my partners and I have discovered that a lot of the companies that are out there that are hosting companies are essentially almost all the same companies. Almost like you have all your multimedia organizations for like the news or organizations are owned by like four different individuals. Mm -hmm. It's almost, it's almost the same way with the shared hosting companies out there. Really? Yeah. It, you'll see if you if you were to take the time to really go to all these hosting companies and look at how they package their shared hosting accounts and their cloud hosting accounts and so forth, you'll find that it's kind of like a, repeat, a rinse and repeat. And a lot of it's just all the same thing over and over again, just kind of repackaged a little bit differently to make it look, you know, as if you're going to a different company. But in actuality, you're really not. Um, and a lot of them have set it up to where, okay, you want to get, you know, our package for $1.25. Hey, cool. We'll give it to you super cheap, but you're going to be locked in now for three years with us. Oh, and if you decide to leave early, we own all of your stuff. So you don't get to take nothing with you unless you're willing to pay a fee to get out. Good Lord. Um, so you, you run it, you know, I've, I've ran into other people who've ran into that situation. Like I had a, uh, transmit, a, uh, a guy who does a transmission shop down in North Carolina. And he came to me stating the fact that, you know, he was with uh, uh, Wix 
I believe it was, where uh, they do the, the website for you and everything for free. And then you start paying for like the hosting plan. Mm-hmm. But the way they have it set up is they're going to set the site up for you, but they're going to put on the site what they want to put on to it. You give them the suggestions, but then they pretty much run it for you. You have no control. Like you can't even go onto the website to go, hey, this needs corrected. Let me go and correct it. You have to go through their customer support to even do that. So when the time came that he's like, I want out, they're like, well, we own everything. So good luck to you. And that's his, and it was his site. Like he paid for it, his domain, everything like that, but they ran it. Right. Oh, and the best part, the even best part was he described to me like he was getting the shaft by this company that he was paying like $35 a month and they were including the domain cost as the $35 a month when in actuality, if you've got a .com or even a .net, you know, the cost is like $13 a month or not a month, excuse me, I'm sorry, a year, you know. So the major cost difference for what they're charging versus what I'm charging is was drastically different. So he came to me just about in tears going, look, I don't want to lose my domain because people are finding me, you know, what can we do? And I actually had to stuff him through the process as quickly as I could to make certain he didn't lose his domain. And, you know, I went to the website and just copied and pasted everything he had on there. Mind you, I couldn't reuse the images that they had because, you know, that's proprietary property that they have. Right. But I was able to take other, you know, royalty free stuff out there and you know photos that he's taken and you know create a new site for him and then said okay now that i've done this for you this is yours you know because that's been our mantra from the beginning is you know whatever content that you're creating that's your content i i have no right to that and right. that's that's just been our mantra to that and that's what's really drove us my partners and i to create cherrywood technologies and by you know and context uh, cherry.host which is our shared hosting site is that anything that you're putting online if you created it we shouldn't be as a company shouldn't be coming in and going well since you're using our services we're going to be able to use that for advertising or we're going to hold that hostage on you because you know you didn't do this or you didn't do that it's like look it's still your stuff yeah you know, if you don't pay your bill, then, you know, look, you just don't have access to the service. You just, you know, get your stuff back and be on your way because we rather give somebody a chance to, you know, especially if they're just starting out, you know, just go month to month. We're going to make it as cheap as possible because we're not going after, you know, a thousand percent markup on costs and stuff like that, like the other companies are doing. And we're not just trying to lock people in for the sake of locking them in. If you want to pay annually or triannually, you know, be our guest, you know, and you're more than welcome to it. And we will, you know, lower the price somewhat, but you know, we don't want to force people to think, okay, you know, to get the lowest price possible, you have to, you know, you have to be stuck with the company for the next three years. You know, we, we felt that was ridiculous. I like that concept. We kind of do that a lot over at heroes media group with uh, new shows or when we, when we were just focusing on, on radio shows and podcasts, it was it's your guys' content, and and I actually have them sign up for a, a third party uh, uh, storage place to to do their shows, where I will put their shows like stuff that they can put on iTunes and stuff like that. Because I don't I don't want one. I don't have a because you know I don't 
I don't have a facility with like a bunch of servers in the basement running a, you know, an air conditioning bill, especially here in the desert, you know, uh, trying to keep every, <laughs> trying to keep everything cool. So I, uh, I tell everybody, you know, get this, pay a monthly on, on that. And that's your guys' stuff. It's, it's not heroes media group stuff. You're, you're here because we're helping you get out and we're, we're doing all the editing and stuff like that to right. make, make it better. Um, so I'm I'm right there with you. I like that concept, and that was one of the things that turned turned me on uh, to you guys. Um, and real quick, folks, if you're listening to this uh, this interview right now, it means you're already online. Uh, check Ray out and their company. Go to cherry dot host, um, and that it, you can see like the hosting domains you, you, about them, and, and reach out to them if you're looking to. Um, whether it's you know if you got a website right now and you're looking to move your hosting and stuff, I'm telling you, you you'll be very happy with these guys. I, I love what these guys are all about, um, and and it's a veteran-owned business, you know. So you're you're literally you're you're hiring a veteran-owned business uh, to do to do your stuff. And and if you need a website, then look no further. This is this is where you need to go. Cherry dot host. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. Um, right now so oh, and let me just uh, chime in a bit um, yeah please anybody that's listening if you're a military vet active or retired as of right now we have a uh, deal going to where if you just want to just put your toe in the water and just want to try our you know basic shared hosting package if you can you know show us that you're an active or retired military vet we'll we'll shave off 75 percent of the cost whoa so so, you know, five bucks a month, 75% off, you're only looking at like a dollar something. And that's for the life of the account. That's not for one month, not two months. That's for the life of the account. And it's only for the basic shared coasting package, but it's, the, you know, really get that incentive for our military guys. You know, hey, this is, you know, you want to try, we'll, we'll try to sweeten the pot and, help, you know, help our brothers and sisters out. Good. 70, look at that right there, folks. How can, how can you not want to reach out to these guys now? That in itself, get on there, cherry.host, shoot these guys an email, get in touch with Ray, and let them do, work their magic. And these guys are, are freaking awesome. I, I absolutely love it. And and they're they're so awesome that, uh, well, I, I'm gonna, if I can, Ray, uh, they're going to be doing the new Heroes Media Group uh, site and stuff like that. Um, and we're partnering up with them because we believe in what, uh, what they do. And, um, these guys do it right. First and foremost, these guys do it right. Uh, and they're, and they're very, very professional, uh, in doing so. So I've, I've been nothing but, uh, happy and, and stoked that I get to work with these guys. So cherry.host, check it out. Um, Oh, and then one more thing, just, you know, for our non-military listeners, mm-hmm. um, we also, we've always, we've had this from the beginning, um, for your first month, uh, cost for like when your first order, if you use promo code savings at checkout on our base on, and this goes for any of our shared hosting packages or our cloud hosting packages for virtual private servers, we'll do, we'll shave off 50% off the cost of your first month. And then it'll just go back to normal cost after that. But at least, you know, you get a month to try it out. There's no, you know, contract. <laughs> there's no lock-in rate. You know, you got to be with us for six months to even do this. You know, we're just saying, hey, just try us out. You know, we'll take off 50% of the cost. 
you know, and we have this all up on the website, so you'll see it all there. Look at that. Come on, guys. 50% off first month, cherry.host. If you, I'm telling you, if you're listening to this, you should be opening another browser right now, and you need to be flooding this guy's email right now. That's it's freaking awesome. I love it. Absolutely love it. How long? How'd you? Get, let me ask you this. How did you get into uh, doing this? The technology side of this with with the hosting and stuff like that. Because and this is going to sound ignorant because I'm not a I'm not an IT guy. But but um, like when you it's actually it's actually you know. kind of funny if like if you're into technology and stuff it it's kind of a funny story. Yeah. Um, growing up, you know. I was a 80s baby, you know, cuz I'm in my 30s. So I grew up from, you know, the Nintendo Entertainment System to the Super Nintendo and all that and then eventually, you know, my mother brought home the giant, you know, the Space Age giant, you know, desktop computer that they, you know, had back in the day that I forget the brand name of it, but the thing was as tall as the desk. It was it was absolutely ridiculous. And I just sat down and started playing with batch files to just create my own little programs and stuff and just fell in love with it. And everything that I've done up until I went back to college after I got out of the Air Force was all self-taught. And anybody I've ever talked to, they're just like, you've always been in the wrong career field. Always. Like, I was a weapons maintainer in the Air Force. Working <laughs> with weapons and bombs and missiles and everything and here you know i'm the biggest computer nerd in the world and i'm blowing stuff up and all the other guys are looking at me like we're stone cold killers and you're a computer nerd and you're working with us what are you doing yeah (laughs) so eventually i get out i end up joining the metropolitan police department and then once again i get told what are you doing you're a computer nerd you know so much about computers and yet you're just roughing it like the rest of us. You were totally in the wrong career field. And when Minecraft came out, you know, I started getting into that. I ended up meeting all my business partners through that. Really? All pretty, yeah. I ended up meeting all my business partners through Minecraft, of, of all things. Oh, and it was because uh, my brother-in-law and I were running our own server, and they all just kind of collaborated onto that server. And from there, we just started talking and then realized we all had the same interests, uh, had the same ideas. And then it was just the one day I was reading a magazine where it was talking about how it was like Google Documents and Dropbox. And everybody was thinking, you know, you know, talking about this whole concept of, oh, you can use us for free, but we reserve the right to use your stuff for advertising and you get no no payment for it. You have no rights to your property. And it was the same with like Facebook and everything. So I approached them with the the whole principal idea. I was like, you know, I don't like what I'm seeing. You know, I don't like that. Right. You know, people put stuff online. It should still be theirs. Right. Company, just because the company's putting stuff out there going, hey, you can use it for free. Okay, that's great. But just something about it just it screams just dirty, dirty business to sit there and say, well, I can make use of all your stuff. I can root through all your files and I can do whatever I want with your stuff. And because you get to use my services for free. Okay. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's still my stuff. That's like saying, okay, well, I'm, I own a home. And because I'm using the cable company and I'm getting a discounted rate, that means cable company could come in my house, sit down in my living room and start using my TV. <laughs> That's the way I looked at it. 
Cable guy's here. <laughs> yeah, cable guy's here. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch a football game. Sorry. <laughs> so I just went ahead and I just told him I was like, you know, I wanna you know, I wanna start something that you know we can start make giving more control back to the customers and not to mention the fact, you know, when we go to give control back to the customers, I want it based in the US. I want customer service where you call customer service reps or you email them, you're getting somebody that their first language is English. You know, you, you're talking to somebody that knows what you're talking about. They're not just on a script. You know, they're not just sitting there going, okay, well, my company said I need to talk this way. You know, I'm Mr. Smith and, you know, I'm, this is all I can do. I can't deviate or nothing because that just drove me nuts. So that's how it's just kind of all finally just came to the point where we came up with Cherry Wood and then we started Cherry Host and just kind of went from there. Because it was just a lot of different ideas and grievances that just kind of brought this all together. That's freaking awesome! I, I was like, <laughs> it's like you said Minecraft. I was like, oh, I got a guy that would love to meet you guys, and that would be my son. Like my my <laughs> my, my, my my fourteen year old. He uh, he was he was really big into Minecraft for, when it first came out and stuff like that, and that actually got him to to do he wants to do what you guys are doing he wants to learn about coding and and uh and writing programs and and stuff like that he just started high school recently and he's at a fortunately enough where he's at a high school it's a college prep school um Mm -hmm. and it's 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 unfortunate unfortunately it's about two hours from where we currently live uh right Mm -hmm. now so i had to move him in with my parents uh, until I moved down there, we're selling our house here in Phoenix. But he, they have all this IT classes and uh, intro to technology and intro to coding and all this other stuff at his high school, and he's a freshman, and he picked those classes up this his first year. So he's hoping that he's going to be doing a lot of that stuff here in the near future. Yeah, uh, and no, he definitely definitely needs to stick with the coding, uh, you know, because even if you get into like cybersecurity, you got to know some you know, Python, you got to know, you know, some of the scripting because uh, when I went through college and I got my network security degree, I felt like my college failed me a little, at least the counselors failed me a little bit because when I went, we constantly, you know, using my GI bill and everything, mm-hmm. I would go to the counselors going, okay, what are the classes I need to take next to fulfill the requirement for my degree? But at the same time, that's going to make me viable as a potential employee out in the workplace because I don't want to stay in police work. Right. And the counselor's like, okay, well, you need to take X, Y, and Z. And when the time came that I graduated and I knew that I was going to need some certifications to get into the career field that I wanted to. But when I started really looking at resumes, building and everything like that, and even like when I talked to Amazon just to, you know, see if I can get me a job going just to get away from police work and still have the opportunity to work on my business and make it grow, you know, come to find out, oh, well, you didn't take any programming classes. Oh, well. Nobody told me. Yeah, nobody told me in college (laughs) that, you know, for the degree that I was taking, I should have done that. And the funny part is, like I said, I know a lot about computers. It's just the one thing I never took the time to really learn 100% was programming. Huh. And I sh- and I should have, because I could sit down with the computer and because I got the Air Force troubleshooting uh, training, I could open up a computer and tell you exactly what's wrong with it within like a minute. 
I've Lord. never I've Jeez. never had a computer that you know, somebody sat in front of me that I couldn't get running. Just never happened. <sighs> but you give me a you know, give me some programming language, and I'm just like mm-hmm. a monkey with a football. <laughs> 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 so, but that's why I have my other partners because my one partner, uh, Graham Frank, this man, he's an <laughs> absolute genius when it comes to programming. I'm, it just blows my mind. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot about technology stuff, but this dude, he, he, there's times that he just makes me feel like an idiot when it comes to like running servers and stuff, because he's been doing it since he was like a, a young child. So, and so he like, (laughs) the stuff that he comes up with is just mind boggling. Oh, I love it. Folks, I got Ray, uh, CEO of uh, Cherrywood Technologies on the line with us right now. Open up another browser and go to uh, cherry.host and reach out to them. Get your website built, get your server, get everything, everything, anything that you need done when it comes to your websites, whether it's hosting, you need a new website or you need a revamp or whatever, give him a call. Give him a call. Reach out to them. Do it now. Do it now. Cherry.host. Uh Ray, we're, we're coming up on, uh, near the end here, so I want to get a couple other questions for you. Okay. The show is called The Decision Hour. And, um, you know, one of the things I always like to ask people is explain a time in your life when your, your feet were, like, on that line and you had to make a decision, whether it was to join the military, get out of the military, start a business. Share one of your decision hours with the listeners and what that atmosphere was like at that time. Um, that's been a couple, actually, you know, the first, I mean, the first one was leaving the Air Force and that was just, I just determined that my quality of life just wasn't where I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And so that just kind of helped me step out the door and I absolutely miss the brotherhood and everything. I miss my friendships and everything I had with the military and everybody that I was close friends with, I consider brothers and sisters, you know, they're like another family to me. Right. But when I got out, I, um, Ari, I ended up where I had a start. I tried to start a production company, um, where, but unfortunately that failed miserably. And I don't know if it was more that I just understand the business type or if it was just that some of the people I worked with just weren't as motivated as myself. And so it just, it failed. And that kind of really put a dampener on me where I was like, you know, screw it. I'm just going to stick at the job I've got. I'm not going to try again. And eventually I met the guys that I'm with now and, it came to a point where, you know, we were all talking about it and then, you know, the moment came and it's like, you know, do I take that step? You know, do I trust, you know, all these guys, you know, that we're going to do the right thing and, you know, do what, what it is we're talking about. And I, it was more or less, it's like, screw it. I'm going to go for it. Why not? You only live once. And I took the jump and I'm so glad I did. There's, you know, there's been bumps and bruises and along the way, you know, misunderstandings, you know, timetables not met you know when you know because myself i am like i'm a hundred percent all the time if i if i think the idea is great i'm gonna go with it until everybody's looking at me going you're a jerk you need to stop you know, we need a break and 
I've yet to meet somebody else with that, that work ethos. Cause even my wife is just like, you, you have to stop, you know, you need to take a break, you know, walk away from computer and just stop for a minute. Cause you're driving everybody insane. <laughs> but it's just because of that, it just, you got to just keep go, go, go. You know, if you want it bad enough, you, just, you know, like everyone's always said, if you want it bad enough, you got to work for it. Yeah. And nothing's ever easy. And you're, you know, it's possible that you're going to fail. But if you want it bad enough, you just, you get back up, try again. You know, maybe the, the particular business model that, you know, if you failed at it, maybe like with me, I just wasn't maybe it was the right fit. And you try something else and see what, how that goes. And so far, you know, this new business has been working great. You know, things have been coming along as about as smooth as you can expect, you know, with any business and, you know, just got to keep plugging away. I love it. How you said, take that leap, you know, and uh, it's, it's like, I, and I've, I've explained it several times uh, to listeners uh, in the past, you know, it, I took that leap of faith and I remember the day very vaguely, uh, you know, where I just made that, you got to make that decision, make that decision, folks. That's, that's what, that's what the show is all about. Prime example, Ray, right there, folks, is, is it, your hour is upon you and it's time to make a decision. And what are you going to do? Are you going to sit there? Are you going to stand there and just watch life keep passing you by? And you're not going to, you'll never know if you just stand there and do nothing, you'll never know the potential that you actually have. And, and whether or not you can move forward with your dreams and and uh, and your vision and whatnot. I mean, if you stand there, sure, you'll be you'll be safe, sure. But you'll never you'll never get to where you want. And that's what I love about stories like this, especially with Ray and how he says take that leap. You know, and now he's doing it. He's living it. And uh, he's right. You know, guys like us that have started businesses, it, it doesn't come without bumps and bruises. <laughs> I mean, it take, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. This stuff takes a while, folks, and you have to be patient. And if you don't have patience and everybody that knows me close, they'll tell you that I have no patience. You learn it. And, and mind you, I've been a single parent for 13 years. You eventually learn patience, whether it's with your kids or how to run a business or, or, or every, anything, anything and everything. And I think the biggest thing is if you're not sure – take the jump and if you have questions ask you know absolutely so. yeah because the biggest biggest problem i see with people that when they go online is they're not asking questions they're not taking the time like okay they you know so they they took that step they also need to make certain that they they're doing it safely yeah you know don't you got to apply the best practices that a lot of these companies are putting out there because you know, you watch the news, the DDoS attacks, you know, the hacking attempts. Yep. I mean, you have large conglomerate um, companies that their their employees are just, they're either A, lazy, their admins are, you know, B, just trying to take the easy way out mm-hmm. or, or any above or their managerial, like the business owners are going, well, you've made this difficult for me to access my system. You need to change it to where I can just do whatever I want, which can be the wrong answer because then you just left yourself open to attack and your customers. Yeah. Uh, you know, for, you know, for my company, we, we ended up creating our own encryption, mind you, now that they're coming out with quantum computing from Google and Amazon and everything that any encryption out there is going to become obsolete overnight for the time being. We know at least our encryption is as strong as we could make it. Right. it it's so strong that we had a guy over at Intel that was just like, what the hell are you trying to protect? 
you know, what's so important that you're trying to protect that you have this kind of encryption that you're running. And we're like, it's customer data. That's, you know, that's our lifeblood right there is that protecting our customers. That's awesome. And you have some businesses out there that, that they just don't take that into account. And then they're within five years, they get a DDoS attack or they get a hacking attack and then they go out of business because they get sued by their customers because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. Jeez. It's crazy stuff, folks. It's crazy, crazy stuff. Ray, one last question for you before we let you go. Sure. One of the listeners, see, one of the, somebody that's listening to this right now, and, and they're, it's, what you're seeing is really resonating with them, and it's, it's their decision hour. They're kind of standing there. What advice could you give them? Well, just that, you know, if, you know, you're, if you got the itch and you, know, you think what it is, you've got a good idea, you know, go for it. If you, if you think you've got a good idea, just, you know, go for it, but just make sure that you, uh, you surround yourself in people that are going to encourage you. They're not going to try to hold you back. They're not just going to give you a bunch of BS. Make certain that you have people around that are going to work as hard as you. Because you could have people that are going to talk a good game and they don't do a dang thing for you and it's it could hold you back. So I love it. Great advice. Ray, appreciate your time today, buddy. Yeah, no problem. What a great interview. Glad to have Ray Belden on, CEO of Cherrywood Technologies. Make sure you check them out at cherry.host. I'm telling you, I love what these guys are all about and what they're doing. And um they're, we're excited to be partnering up with them. Heroes Media Group is is going to be partnering with them uh, for the next year and uh, absolutely love, love what they're doing. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, working more and more with them. So you're definitely going to be seeing a lot of them over the next 12 months uh, on the website. So Ray Belden, appreciate you, buddy. Um, again, Cherry wood technologies go to cherry.host check them out that's all the time i have today folks gotta give a big shout out again to heroes media group make sure you check out all the uh, shows and sponsors of the network go to www.heroesmediagroup.com until next time you've been listening to the decision hour